Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, you beautiful Blissing Out beauties. I am so excited to be here right now recording my first podcast episode. I cannot tell you the amount of months that I have gone wanting to record this podcast and get my podcast out there so I can reach more of you and really begin to impact on a greater level because that is my soul's mission and I want to help as many people as I can step into the most blissed out version of themselves. (laughs) So I know that a lot of you are going to be coming from my Instagram obviously but I wanted to give a little bit of a deeper introduction so you can know exactly who I am, um, where I come from, and why I felt called to become a spirituality and manifestation coach. So my name is Katie Benford, obviously, and I am the founder of the Blissing Out Spiritual Development brand. I founded it about two years ago. Um, I'm a women's manifestation coach. I actually help spiritual newbies uh, realign with their intuition and become the most abundant version of themselves so they can manifest love, success, wealth, and freedom. So like I said, I started Blissing Out in 2018 and I was actually just fresh out of a traumatic relationship. I had lost myself in that relationship and I really, really was feeling very disconnected from not only myself, but from the universe, which is not me at all. I am typically very connected with myself. I'm very connected with my intuition and the universe, but I lost it within that relationship. And so... I started Blissing Out. Um, It started out as a blog and it was initially an outlet for me to just practice and really understand my own spiritual growth and kind of as a a way to document for myself and for others what I was going through and what I was experiencing when I started really making my mindset and my spirituality a priority. I really realized quickly that the purpose of Blissing Out was actually meant to be a coaching business. It was probably about I want to say four to five months into writing blog posts and really not having um, a very niched down audience. I didn't really know who I was speaking to, but I really started to realize that I was kind of morphing into this person or this version of myself that I needed when I was feeling disconnected and when I was feeling lost in my life, I really needed who I was becoming. So... I quickly realized and transitioned it into being a coaching business, which is what it is now. (laughs) And I am now coaching other women um, on how to reconnect with their inner blissed babe, as I call it, aka their intuition, so they can go on and manifest the reality of their dreams. 
So I'm also have exciting news because I'm launching this podcast. I am also announcing that I am going to be launching my one-on-one signature program aligned for bliss in November. And I am so excited. Um, This program, I have poured my heart and soul and everything into. um, And I'm just so stoked for this, you know, program and really to start coaching women more deeply on a subconscious and conscious level so they can gain amazing transformation. So just a little bit more background on who I am and what I went through to really kind of motivate me to get into this uh, industry, the coaching industry. So I was growing up and I went through a tremendous amount of loss for a younger person. It actually led me down a really dark path into partying and I just had a lack of purpose and I was working these dead-end jobs that really didn't do anything for me and I was having a hard time figuring out what I wanted to do. I mean, I was in college at the time and I really, I changed my major probably like seven times because I had no idea what I was supposed to do and I had no idea what path I was supposed to take. I was constantly, you know, fearful of choosing the wrong major and then being stuck in the wrong major for the rest of my life and I couldn't figure it out I really couldn't deal with the emotions either that were below the surface from all of the loss and the grief that was attached to that loss from growing up so I actually became I came across a book uh you are a badass by Jen Sincero in 2012 and that's kind of when everything flipped for me I actually got super into my spirituality back in 2012 and while my mom had given me the book The Secret when I was about 15 you know it was it was interesting but I didn't really I don't think I was at the age nor at the place where I could understand or grasp the concept and really apply it to my own life and implement the practices which is more important so I came across the book You Are a Badass um, by Jen Sincero in 2012 and I just did a 180. I started manifesting things left and right, you guys. Like I started manifesting job opportunities. I started manifesting friends. I started manifesting money. I started manifesting all of these crazy things because I was making it more of a point to implement everything. So the biggest thing that I manifested back in 2000, I think it was 2015, was a move to L.A., I moved out there to become an actress and I quickly figured out that that was not my calling either. Um, I really didn't like being in front of a crowd and and performing um, someone that wasn't me. I really didn't like playing pretend. Um, So, you know, it worked out for the best. I ended up going out there and staying out there and I bartended out there at a bar, uh, which was a very toxic um, environment. And I had entered into a relationship where I became extremely depressed. And that is where I lost touch with my spiritual side. Uh, That was, that relationship lasted four years. And I was so angry, jealous, hurt, just so mad at the world on most days because I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I really didn't understand how to pull myself out of it. So again, I was bartending and I just had no sense of purpose. And, And this had gone on for quite a while I thought that I found it back in 2015 when I moved to LA for acting but about for eight probably six years actually six years between the years of 2012 to 2018 I really lacked purpose I had no idea what I wanted to do but 
Then I had the calling to start the blog, Blissing Out. And from there, it's turned into this amazing coaching business and amazing community of people who want to change their lives for the better. And I'm just so unbelievably grateful for that. So enough of everything that I went through, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background of where I came from as to where I am now. And again, I am just so excited for this podcast, you guys. Like this has been something that I've wanted to do for such a long time. So um, I, being that it's my first one, I really wanted to talk about the specific reasons why your desires are not manifesting into your life. And this is something that I see so often in my community on Instagram. I see this problem so often. People will be like, Katie, I'm doing all of the rituals. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing all the affirmations. Why aren't my desires showing up? Like I'm reframing my limiting beliefs. I'm doing everything I need to do, but my desire still isn't here. And I don't understand why. And my answers to this, I have four reasons that I'm going to go through and I'm going to give you a little bit of a flip and a way to overcome each of these obstacles. So let's dive in. So reason one, number one, why your desire may not be manifesting is because you're focusing on the lack of the desire instead of it already being yours. So this one is something that confused me a lot when I began my manifestation journey. And I know it's, some, it's a very common misunderstanding within manifestation. So when we want to kind of dive into the laws that are behind manifestation, you dive into the law of attraction, obviously. And when we, drive, when we dive into the law of attraction, we see that like attracts like. So if you're focusing on the lack of your desire you're going to receive more lack because like attracts like. You're focusing on lack, that's what you're going to get back. The universe matches who you're being. It doesn't match what we want, it matches who you are being. So if your vibration is, I don't have my desire yet, my, my desire is not here, I won't be happy until my desire arrives, you're just going to continue. It's going to match that and it's going to continue to not give you your desire because the universe always will prove you right. Always, no matter what. So if you're saying, my desire is not here, my desire is not here, the universe is going to be like, okay, you're right. Your desire is not going to show up. I'm not going to give it to you because you haven't aligned with the energy of it already being yours. So when our frequency doesn't match our desire's frequency, that's when you are living from a lack mindset instead of abundance mindset. If you... If you were living as your most abundant self, you would never be focusing on the lack of any of your desires because your desires would already be in your reality. So in order to match your desires frequency, you have to match to an abundant frequency, meaning that you need to focus that everything you desire is already destined for you. Therefore, it already exists. It's just about you raising your frequency to that of the desire and aligning yourself with it so the universe can bring it into your physical reality. And so the way that we can combat this issue of trying not to focus on the desire not being in your life and actually shifting it to my desire is mine, anything that I desire is already here and you have to live as if it's already in your reality is you step into the energy of already having that desire. So what I like to do is I like to think of it the desire. 
I write down, you know, let's just say it's my dream car. I'm trying to manifest my dream car and I want to call it into my reality. And I'm trying to step into the energy of already having that desire. So you write down the feelings that this desire is going to bring you. So you might write down, okay, I'm going to feel abundant. I'm going to feel luxurious. I'm going to feel accomplished. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to feel sexy, whatever it is. You write those down. And then for each feeling, under each feeling, so you have, let me go back, sorry. So you have your, the desire, dream car. Underneath dream car, you have little, prongs coming out that says each feeling of how it's going to make you feel. Under that, you write more prongs. How can you cultivate those feelings on a daily basis? So for example, if you, if this desire is going to make you feel sexy, what can you do today to make yourself feel sexy? Is it putting on a bold lip color? Is it taking a nice long hot bath with a candle? Is it watching your favorite rom-com or is it treating yourself at the spa what is it that you can do to cultivate these feelings of sexiness again if you want to go back to okay it's going to make me feel accomplished okay how can you cultivate those feelings can you do you have a chore that you haven't figured out yet or you haven't finished yet and and finishing it will make you feel accomplished okay so you finish that chore do you need to go run an errand that you are have been putting off and putting off and putting off and then when you do it you're going to feel accomplished so you have to bring those feelings to the surface because that's going to help you step into the energy of already having the desire which raises your frequency so a second part to this so i guess it could be a reason number five but i want to say it in with this one because i feel like it relates more to this reason um when we when that or i'm sorry when the universe isn't delivering your desire it could be because it's teaching you how to release control and trust the process so if you are sitting there and you're like oh my gosh I haven't received my dream car I'm just gonna go look I'm gonna go shop for cars even though you know the the car that I want I've called the lot I know it's not there I'm just gonna go try to figure out how I can get this car and 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 I'm gonna try and control the situation the universe might be like no I have a better plan for you if you would just wait and just be a little bit patient. I'm preparing something great for you, but you're trying to control everything. I have a much bigger picture. And the universe will force you to surrender. Will force you to basically throw your hands up and be like, universe, you win. I will say yes to whatever you throw my way. Just tell me where I'm supposed to go and I will listen. And that's kind of the point that you have to get to when you're trying to control, trying to control, trying to control, and then the universe still doesn't give it to you, you kind of realize, okay, I know, I don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes, and I obviously can't see the big picture, so I'm going to release control. I'm going to surrender to the how. It's not my job. I'm just going to surrender, and that's kind of the point you have to get to. So reason number two is that the universe has something far, far greater planned. And this is one of my favorite ways to stay aligned and stay living from an abundance mindset. So when we really want something, obviously it can be really discouraging when we don't get something because it's been hard to really 
think of all of the different ways or all of the different things that could come into your life that might be better than what you are currently seeing as your best option. And so whenever you don't get something, if you say, oh my gosh, I didn't get something that's not meant for me, um, I must be crazy for thinking that I deserve that or whatever it is that puts you back into a lack mindset. If you live from, you know what, I didn't get this thing, but that just means that I that the universe has something so much better planned for me. And I know that because I didn't get this, there's something better out there for me. And that's the place when you live from that place, 10 times out of 10, the universe is going to deliver something far better than what you even imagined. And that's the place where, or when you are living from that place, you are living from full trust in the, trusting in the process. So again, like I said earlier, the universe has a big picture mindset. And the universe can see things that are going on behind the scenes that we can't even imagine or cannot even fathom are happening. So when we don't get something, odds are it's because there's something better out there for you. And I like to transition this thought into the universe only has three answers. It's either not right now, yes, or something better. And I love living from that place because the universe is never going to say no to you. Even if it says yes to something that's not necessarily meant for you, it will redirect you into ultimately putting you in front of exactly what's meant for you. And so if you live from, okay, the universe either says yes, not right now, or I have something better, again, you're trusting in the process, you're releasing the how, you're releasing all the details of how this desire comes into your life, and it's something that is so powerful when you step into that energy and you can see things start to shift in your reality because you're surrendering. And surrendering is just feeling at ease. Like you will feel happy with or without this desire. And it's something that, you know what, this desire would be great. My dream car would be great. But you know what, I'm so internally abundant that I would feel happy without anything. I'm so at ease with who I am and I love myself so much that I'm okay with just having my car that I have right now because I know what with whatever is meant for me is going to come into my life no matter what. So that is the way that I like to redirect this thought of, you know what, I'm not meant for something. If I don't receive something, it means I'm not meant for it, is changing that and catching yourself and saying, you know what, not everything I think is true. And so most of the time it is your ego and your ego is there to keep you safe ultimately but your ego just wants you to stay in your comfort zone so if you set out to let's say for an example you set out to start a business and you're trying and trying and trying and for years and years and years okay let's not say years and years and years but like months and months and months you're trying all these tactics you're doing all the things you know you're hiring all the coaches and you're not seeing any profit or you're not seeing any type of revenue come through and then you ha- your ego pops in and says, gosh, you've already embarrassed yourself so much by even trying this silly thing. Why don't you just give up? So then that's when it plants the maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I'm not, you know, cut out for this type of work or maybe success just isn't meant for me. But when you catch yourself and you really start to break down that belief and you say, okay, why do I believe this to be true? And you really debunk that limiting belief and say, you know what? No, I am. I am capable of success and I am capable of succeeding in this business 
And I came into it for a reason. It was intuitive. And I know that the universe plants ideas in my head because I'm meant to fulfill them. And when you add that with, you know what, this means something, is, or so I, the universe has something far greater planned for me. That is living from full trust. So my advice to you with this reason is to catch yourself every time you say, oh my gosh, I didn't get this desire. It must not be working or I must not be cut out for this. Switch it to, you know what? The universe has something better planned and I know that. So reason number three, and this one can be a little bit confusing, but um, I think this is the most important uh, reason and the one that we can work on the most in order to really start, you know, manifesting some epic, epic shit into our lives. So reason number three, you are out of alignment. And alignment is something that many people struggle with in, when they're taking their first steps into the manifestation waters. And the reason why is because there's a common misconception within the manifestation community and the law of attraction community is that alignment means you have to be happy 24-7 and you can't be unhappy and you can't have negative thoughts and you can't have any negative emotions come through or else that's what's going to manifest into your life which is not true um, being in alignment means that your subconscious your conscious and your spirit all need to be in perfect harmony and this means that your thoughts which come from your conscious mind your beliefs which come from your subconscious mind, and your desires, which come from spirit, a.k.a. the universe, God, angels, higher power, whatever you want to call it, they must be all in perfect harmony. And when I'm speaking about harmony, I am speaking about frequency. So they must all be vibrating at the same frequency in order for your desire to manifest into your life. And in order to get into alignment, you have to change your beliefs and the reason why you start with the belief is because your beliefs dictate your thoughts and your thoughts dictate your actions and your actions dictate your results so if you have a desire i'm going to give you an example if you have a desire to make money but you don't believe that you are worthy of desire you are going to have thoughts that say who am I to want money? Money is means I'm greedy or wanting money means I'm greedy. I don't need more than what I currently have and it's selfish of me to want more. Out of alignment. So while you really want the money and you really want the feelings that money are going to bring you, your belief stems from I'm not worthy of money and me wanting money is selfish. Therefore, your thoughts are not going to be in alignment with that desire either. So on the flip side, if you want $5,000 and you decide you're going to manifest $5,000 and you change your belief and you really make it a point to debunk the old belief that says you're not worthy of money or that wanting money is selfish, you debunk that one, get rid of it, you work through it, you understand where it, why it's there, but you get rid of it. And you rebuild this belief that money will amplify the good person that I already am. Money is just going to amplify who I already am. Money is a neutral resource, but it's so demonized within society that 
we have this idea that money means that we're greedy or wanting money is selfish when there's so many other poor people. Money is neutral. Money is, there is no way that money could be good or bad. It is about the meaning that we attach to it. Nothing means anything until you attach meaning to it. So what you need to do is you need to reframe that belief into money is good. Money supports me. Money makes me feel calm. Money is supportive of my life. Money helps me become more generous. I am worthy of all the money that I desire because I know money just amplifies the good person that I am. So when you change that belief to that, then your thoughts are going to consist of, you know what? I think that this money is going to come into my life no matter what. I don't know the time and I don't know how, but I know this money is meant for me because I know I'm a good person and I know I'm worthy of all that I desire. And because I have a desire, I know that it's coming directly from the universe. I know that the universe doesn't tease. If I desire $5,000, I know that it's meant for me. So I'm going to just, just sit in the fact that it's already mine and it's on its way to me now. And that is like, boom, perfect alignment, money comes in. And again, the how, the when, not your job, but you know, and when you're living from that place, you already know it's yours. You take all of the stress away and you stop being desperate for it. You say, you know what? In my mind, it's already happened. So I don't need to stress over how this is going to come into my life anymore. I don't need to be desperate for it. I know that the universe always has my back. Therefore, I can stop stressing. I am at ease. I am happy with or without this desire and it's hard because a lot of the manifestation world is a paradox and it's so hard to understand a lot of the um the paradoxes because while you want to be certain that this desire is already yours and that you're worthy of it and that you deserve it you also need to be okay with this desire not coming into your life and the only way that I can describe the feeling that this feels like is you know what, it'd be really nice to have this desire, but I'm okay without it too. Like I'm actually really happy with or without it. I'm content where I am right now. I know it would just amplify me being content and I would just feel more content, but I don't need to feel more content. And it's about trusting and not needing the money so so badly. It's more about trusting it's already yours and wanting it but wanting it with ease. It's not like I want it because I need to pay my rent. It's I want it because I want it, but if it doesn't show up, I'm okay too. And and that's the place you need to live from. So that is my advice is to work on recognizing your limiting beliefs that are surrounding money or surrounding whatever it is that you're trying to manifest that you are having a hard time calling in and debunking those beliefs, really find evidence of why this is not true. And you can find evidence because you can see when you've received a desire similar in the past, or you see other people doing it that are on your same level or even levels ahead of you. We're all connected. We're all one. The law of oneness says that we are all connected, all one. What is mine is yours and what is yours is mine. So what that means is that You can achieve anything that somebody else achieves. Because someone else did it, that is further proof that you can also 
do it. And it's proof that you deserve it too. And when you live from that, you stop envying the person that has a lot of money. You say, you know what? Because that person has a lot of money, that means it's accessible to me too. I just need to be resourceful enough to go get it. So reason number four, and I love this one because it really breaks it down into simple, simple terms. So when we begin manifesting or when we dip our toes in the manifestation waters, as I said earlier, it can be really easy to get, I'm going to call it shiny object syndrome because everything is new, everything is sparkly, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can create anything I want in my life. I can create anything I desire. And so what, we, what happens is we're like, you know what? I'm setting out. <laughs> I'm going to go manifest a million dollars tomorrow. And our subconscious is like, what? Okay, like that's not going to happen. That's not even possible because we haven't reworked our beliefs to match that of receiving a million dollars. So reason number four is that your container is not big enough to hold your desire. And what I mean by container is your belief system. And sometimes you really have to work in ladders when you are manifesting because you need to train your subconscious mind to believe that this is possible and believe that this works and that just comes from conditioning and and you know us growing up and hearing that it's hard to make money and we had these things drilled into our minds that you know marriage is hard it's hard to make money successful people are assholes whatever it may be you've had these drilled into your mind for so long that you really have to recondition your mind to believing that it is possible to manifest a million dollars, you know, but sometimes when we're starting out, we really need to manifest in ladders. And what that does is, again, it just gives your subconscious further evidence that this stuff works and that it is available to you. And you build up your manifesting muscle because it is a muscle 100%. And it really takes time for our subconscious and our conscious mind to get on board with it. So, for an example, if you're trying to manifest 100K, $100,000 you're trying to manifest, but you've never even manifested $10, your container has not been expanded to fit the 100K. And what that means is your belief systems around manifesting 100K are not supportive of that actually happening in your life. You may hold the belief that you're capable of manifesting 10 bucks or that you're worthy of manifesting $10 or that you're worthy, worthy of receiving $10. But the difference being is it's $10, which is believable to your con- your conscious and your subconscious mind, and 100K where you're like, oh, God, that's pushing it a little bit. I don't know if I can do that. And when you live from the place of, I don't know if this is going to happen, you're living from desperation, therefore you're living from lack, and you're not aligned with that 100K. So in order to expand your container and your ability to call in 100k you have to expand into a different version of yourself you have to expand into the next level version of yourself that can handle 100k and that believes she is worthy of 100k so what we do is again we go back to debunking all of those beliefs around why we're not worthy why we don't deserve it why money means we're bad or why any other reason that is not in alignment with that 100K, you go and you debunk it and then you reframe and you repeat it all day long and it becomes your new affirmation. And 
when you do this, you start by, okay, you know what? I'm going to set out this week. I'm just going to manifest $10, a random $10. I release the how to the universe. I am manifesting a random $10. And it happens. And your subconscious goes, hmm, okay, I'm watching. I see it. I might see a little something going on there. Okay, and then the next week you're like, you know what? I'm going to manifest $20. Because your subconscious has already seen you manifest $10, it's going to be much easier for you to step into the energy of receiving that $20 because it already knows that, okay, well, we tried this once and I made it happen, so now I can probably make this happen. It feels like a little bit of a stretch, but I, I feel like I can make it happen and I'm worthy of making it happen. So you manifest $20 randomly. You get a check in the mail. Your friend gifts you $20. You find $20 on the floor somewhere or on the ground somewhere. Your subconscious goes, okay, all right. We're getting a little bit better at this. I like it. I'm seeing that we, we, you know, we have the $20. All right. I think I'm getting really good at this. Then the next week you're like, hmm, I'm going to bump it up to 50. I'm going to bump it up to $50. And your subconscious goes, ooh, okay. I, I'm up for it. I think I can do it. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a stretch again. But it's believable and I can do it because I've already manifested the $20. I can double it more. So then again, goes on a mission, helps you manifest $50. This is what I mean when I say you have to manifest in ladders sometimes. You have to manifest in a way that helps your subconscious mind get on board. And it helps your subconscious really understand that you're serious about this and that you are taking the necessary steps to change your reality. So I'm going to give you an example of, this is such a good example of why lottery winners are never able to sustain their money and why they are never able, okay, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, they're never able to sustain their winnings throughout the rest of their lives. So lottery winners win millions of dollars most of the time. I mean like the jackpot, mega millions, they win millions of dollars. And the reason why most of them cannot sustain that is because they have not expanded their container to hold that much money. So here's an example. Let's say that someone goes out and buys a lottery ticket. And they're like, I'm going to win the lottery. That's their conscious mind telling them that they're going to win the lottery. But they hold this belief that rich people are greedy. Money is the root of all evil. Money means you're selfish. If I have money, people are no longer going to relate to me. Therefore, I'm not going to have any friends or family. You hold that belief. Then the lottery winner comes into millions of dollars. The subconscious always wants to prove you right, just as the universe and so your subconscious says, oh my God, wait, we have all this money and that means I'm bad. That means I'm selfish. That means I'm greedy. I need to get rid of it. I'm going to spend it all because I don't want to be these things and I want to remain good and I don't want to be bad. So I'm going to spend it all. I'm going to lose it all. Lottery winner loses money. The reason why this happens is because the, the, the lottery winner holds these beliefs that rich people are bad money is greedy, whatever it is. Therefore, the subconscious makes them lose it. It makes the lottery winner lose it so it can be proven right. 
And that's, this is why it's so important to first create inner abundance and then you create your outer abundance. And you create it from a place of, I am so internally abundant that it is reflected into my external reality. And I know because I have everything figured out on the inside, all of my beliefs are in alignment. When I call in a desire, it's going to be sustainable and I'm not going to lose it because I know my beliefs are in alignment with that desire. So the way, again, that we can expand our container is about embodiment. It's about believing that you are worthy of these desires. Embodiment is key. And embodiment means you're stepping into the energy of your desire and you're stepping into the version of yourself that already has that desire. And that's one of the most important keys that a lot of people miss is they read all of the books, they gain all of the knowledge, and they do all of the rituals, but they're not implementing on a daily basis. And that is what you have to do if you want to change your life. It's very important that when you set out to manifest anything, you start embodying the version of yourself that already has it. So I'm so, so, so grateful that you pressed play today. And this was so much fun. I cannot wait to share more of these episodes. And please feel free, if you really enjoyed this, share it on social media and tag me. Put, post it on your story. Share with friends. I'll be so grateful for a review as well if you re- leave a review down at the bottom. If you enjoyed it. And I am looking forward to talking to you guys on the next podcast.